0: Section fifty-one of Stories and Pictures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Stories and Pictures by I. L. Peretz, translated by Helena Frank. Section fifty-one, The Woman Mistress Hannah, A Packet of Letters to Third Letter, My Beloved Wife. I can remember when Yona the Shoemaker went to America and people began to talk about it for the first time wondering what it was like there how things were done they asked whether people walked on their heads and is it true that everything here is upside down no sort of order only a great shouting a noise as in the butcher's meeting-house at home imagine for instance paltiel the wadding-maker and yoshiel the canner coming and saying that our rabbi is not learned that he is not experienced enough in the application of the law or that they are not satisfied with the head of the community that they want another rabbi another communal head well wouldn't one hold one side's laughing and here in america workmen cigar cutters for instance like me have a word to say in everything they share in the elections take part in the voting and choose a president and what do you think that is a president is nothing more nor less than the supreme head of the whole country and America, so I have heard, is ten times as large as the whole of Europe. You see what that means. Now imagine my surprise as I sit in my room one evening, thinking of home, and suddenly the door opens and there come in two workmen, ordinary workmen who stand with me at the same machine and are Ekkhnay Israel. Footnote: Our brothers, the children of Israel, and a footnote and they laid two names before me i don't even recollect what they were and tell me i also am a workman and must see to the election of a president who shall favor our class and they told me that one president was all for the rich people and trod down on all those who lived by their ten fingers while the second the one they wanted to have elected was a jewel he stood for the working man like a flint and pursued the bloated upper classes with a fierce hatred and more such foolishness which I did not understand. Inwardly I laughed at them, but for the sake of peace it is not seemly to be rude to people. I did them the favor and nodded yes. All I wanted was to get rid of them, so as to sit down and write to you. But isn't it a madness? They say, if the President is elected according to their wish, I shall earn ten dollars a week, and if not only nine or perhaps eight and Leeb, the reader says he understands politics that there is sense in it all and that if i remain here some time i shall get to know something about it too well perhaps so i nod my head and i think to myself he has taken a drop too much and is talking nonsense but he swore that during election time he'd lived on it and had a little money over for later <laughs> i'm sure i don't see how but joking apart it is not our affair whether one or the other is president it won't make much difference to us the fact is i often feel very depressed the tears fall from my eyes on the tobacco leaves that i am cutting and i don't sleep well at night sometimes there is a noise in my ears and my head aches whole days together and there is no better remedy for all this than to take paper pen and ink and write a letter to my dear hannah my precious wife i cannot keep anything from you i have to tell you everything i am still reading the mishnah i have got no talmud yet and do you know why because i have had to make another outlay you know that it is everywhere the same world although here they cry without stopping liberty liberty it isn't worth an onion here too they dislike jews they are if possible more contemptuous of their appearance there are no dogs that bark at them in the street and tear their skirts, but there are plenty of hooligans here also. As soon as they catch sight of a capote (footnote meaning a kind of cloak) a footnote, there is a cry, "Jew, Jew," which is the same as Zahida (footnote which means Russian term of contempt) in contradistinction to Yevre (Hebrew) a footnote with us. And they throw stones and mud. There is no lack of mud here either. So, what could I do? I did what all the Jews do here. I tucked away my earlocks behind my ears, and I bought, to be paid for by degrees, a custom they have German clothes. There was an end to the money. And you too, Hannah Lee, when you come, will have to dress differently, for a custom stultifies a law, and it is their custom. And as to your writing that you don't like Jenendal, I cannot see why. What ails you at her? It is not for me to set other people right besides i am sure she only does it all for Parnosha. she is as modest by nature as any other jewish daughter all day long while lieb the reader and i are at the factory she cooks and washes and sweeps out the rooms it is only in the evening that she goes with her father to their places of amusement where she sings and plays and dances before the public i sit by myself at home read torah and write to you towards midnight they come home we drink tea together and we go to bed and as to your saying you think jenandil stole the spoon which was afterwards missing that is nonsense jenandil may not be very pious as regards the faith but she would never think of touching other people's property for goodness sake don't ever let her hear of it she treats me like her own child and is always asking me if i don't need a clean shirt or a glass of tea she is really and truly a good girl she gives all her earnings to her father and treats him in a way he doesn't deserve although at times he comes home very cheerful and talks nineteen to the dozen and lieb the reader has told me that he is collecting a dowry for her and that as soon as he has the first thousand dollars he will find her a bridegroom and marry her according to the laws of moses and of israel and she will not have to strain her throat for the public any more i don't know if he really means it but i hope so god grant he may succeed and rid her of the ugly parnosa Jennendil was there when he said this and blushed for shame as a jewish girl should do so she is evidently agreed i implore you dearest hannah to put away calumny and evil speaking that is not right it only does for gossips in a small town and you hannah dear must come to america here the women are different less flighty more serious and as occupied as the men to return to the subject your shmuel moshe is no tailor or shoemaker to throw over his wife for another woman you mustn't imagine such a thing it is an insult you know that your words pierce my heart like knives and if lieb the reader and his daughter knew of it they would forsake me and i should be left alone in a desert it would be a calamity for i don't know the language only a few words and i should be quite helpless and now i beg of you my dear hannah i beg very much take the child's hand and guide it across the paper so that it may write me something let me see at least a mark or two it has made lord of the world how often i get away in a corner and i have a good cry and why because i was not found worthy to teach my child the law and as if I were not suffering enough, there come your letters and strew salt on my wounds. Look here, today, leave the reader asked me and Jenandale too. Here she is called Sophie. Nodded her head to go with them and hear her sing and see her dance, and I wouldn't. Leave the readers at foolish chosid. She turned up her nose. But I don't care. I shall go my own ways, and not a hair's breadth will I turn aside. Keep well, you and our child such is the wish of your husband shmuel moshe please don't let on about the clothes not a soul in our town must know of it or i would be ashamed to lift my eyes s m end of section fifty one